zombie. Do you do you like zombie? I do like zombie, Declan. Zombie is cool and epic and kill and alive at the same time, which is pretty sick. But it might not be the same for Leon Kennedy, a fucking rookie cop. He did not like zombie, and here's why. Welcome to Call of Save Point, but not for me. <laughs> I'm your host, Declan Vervencourt. I'm your other host, Telly Hodgkinson. And today we're talking about the Resident Evil 2 remake, remaster, one of the two. I still don't know the uh, difference between the two, but I, I believe are. it's I believe it's a remake. Yeah, because there's a lot of differences. It's like a complete overhaul. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> this uh, this game is horror. Tully usually doesn't like horror, so I'm pretty pretty interested in uh, what you have to say. But um, I know for me personally, this game kind of. When it came out, I was familiar with Resident Evil, um, but this kind of like kickstarted my uh, my love for the series and other horror games. Um, I think the only other one I'd played before was um, Resident Evil Four, um, which is pretty sweet. Uh, so, oh, that's that's a little background knowledge for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me what do you got for me. Um, I have like little to no experience with Resident Evil as a series. Uh, my first experience was I watched the opening cutscene. My my dad was playing Resident Evil Five, I believe, and I was watching the opening cutscene where like I I assume it's the main bad guy like infects someone with like a parasite, and that cutscene scared me so bad I started to cry. So. Jeez. Yeah. I've heard this story, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my first gaming experiences where my dad was just like, then don't watch. If, if you're scared of it, stop watching. It was pretty funny. Um, other than that, it was sort of... Um, I don't... Uh, yeah, other than that, it's basically... I have no experience with Resident Evil. Um, I've watched you play Resident Evil 4 a bit. Um... And I'm like briefly familiar with seven. Um, but Resident Evil two is like the first Resident Evil game I've ever really played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. So what are your thoughts then? Uh well, this game made me realize something. Uh mm. it made me realize how I feel about horror, and it's that the further away from the main character you get, the less afraid I feel. <laughs> So, like, <laughs> Outlast is, like, first-person perspective. That shit's terrifying. Resident Evil 2 Remake is, like, third-person perspective, and it's a little... It's not as scary. So, uh, but I actually I actually really liked it. Um, okay. Uh, one of the things I wrote down in my show notes is that it feels like... it It is very derivative of the Resident Evil 4 formula in that, like... It's like, you know, directly behind the character and um, mm. it's like it's less horror, like less just straight horror and more action horror based on like 
the amount of weapons you get like you it's it's definitely a scary game at points but you definitely have like you're fully equipped to protect yourself um if you're good at conserving your ammo um but like it's it's like just different enough whereas like resident evil 4 it's like when you aim you have to like stand still and aim whereas in 2 like you get some movement it's not really enough to make like a super big difference but it's still there Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I I kind of agree, and I also kind of disagree with your comparison to four. Um, the the first thing being Leon is uh, stupid, dumb in this game. It doesn't know anything. It is <laughs> like you know whatever, and it's supposed to be like m- more horror focused and like kind of uh, making the player feel more anxious because mm-hmm. nothing's going on whereas Resident Evil 4 it is non-stop action and Leon is like a CIA agent and like puts one-liners through mm-hmm. it's like it's like c- consistently over the top in this game it's like a slow burn until Leon finally like knows what he's doing three-fourths into the game but I mean I, I gameplay wise yeah mm-hmm. I definitely agree um yeah (laughs) that was another thing i noticed too is like leon in this game is a very stark contrast to how he is in four in this game he's like a fucking a goober like he doesn't know anything about what's going yeah (laughs) well that was what i thought i was like this guy's fucking lame because he's like he's he like he feels like so naive especially when he meets ada and he's just like ogling at this woman he knows nothing about and like yeah. he's like yeah i trust you <laughs> yeah whereas in in four he's like i don't give a fuck about anybody here i'm just here to do my job and get it done with and he's like fun and um like all his one lines are clever whereas in this game it's like it's real fucking nerdy and like it's, the one-liners just aren't clever at all and like at first glance it's like oh this writing is just bad but it's just like that's just how like it it's almost like with the context of re4 it's like you see a sort of character progression yeah and like in in four he's like completely silent when he's he's like fighting and everything in this game he's like saying fuck every 10 seconds because he's fucking nervous yeah well no (laughs) i actually noticed he doesn't say fuck until like the last port like the last bit of the game Really? Yeah, I he doesn't say fuck until spoiler alert the escape sequence. Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I know both characters say things when you're aiming at zombies, but I guess it wasn't fuck. Yeah, I don't think because I think like for the most part, Leon is like straight edge and is you know he's like he's your he's your stereotypical stereotypical portrayal of like a good cop you know like he's straight edge he he follows the rules uh mm. but other than that it's like yeah yeah and uh i always thought it was it was funny too when he gets to the police station even though everything's like going to shit he throws on the uh the police uniform yeah yeah because he's definitely still a cop a pig some would say <laughs> I don't know. I would say ACAB, except for Leon S. Kennedy. Leon seems like he's virtuous. 
he he helps a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> but then he does shoot him. He he shoots him though. But that's because he has to. <laughs> that's true. Although I bet I bet there's a lot of cops that argue that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't think about that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like going throughout the whole story, like using uh, the. Uh, infamous whatever the pistols call matilda there it is yeah found it um and then like slowly getting like the shotgun and the uh the lightning hawk is just like i love the progression system it definitely feels like you're like you're getting somewhere Mm -hmm. and uh i think that's part of the reason and also the fact that you can beat it in like two hours yeah if you if you run through everything Mm -hmm. which i hope you didn't do because there's a lot of like no i collectibles i definitely i pretty much took all of my time exploring as much of like every area as i could it was kind of nice i actually really liked exploring because like the game does a really good job of showing you like oh this area is red because it still has items in it you can collect or doors that can be unlocked and then there's like the blue areas is like oh you've explored everything here that i actually really appreciated because without it i could definitely like i can't tell you how many times i went through an area thought i got everything and then i opened the map and i'm like oh it's still red there's got to be something still here right it's really easy to miss stuff if you don't know where you're looking Hmm. and then there's that like metroidvania aspect yeah like i actually i had that thought as well yeah where you like pick up an item and then you're like, oh, I can use this in like two or three different spots. Let me go check that out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that's cool too. It's kind of interesting in like a sort of a like a macro level of how many games sort of do like a a Metroid. Like not all games are like Metroidvanias, but like a lot of them do kind of take this idea of like you take items and you use them to unlock areas that were previously cut off to you. Um, and I think Resident Evil 2 does that really well because it's like, it's never it's never anything like ridiculously complicated. It's always just like a key or a, a crank that you can insert into a, a spot and use to open a door. Mm-hmm. It's always it's always very intuitive, and it's never anything like intrusive. I would say. Right. And uh, also the addition of like having a little red X in the corner whenever you've finish using that on everything you can i think that's really nice too yes that is super helpful yeah you don't like leave it in your inventory that you have very little of Mm -hmm. the (laughs) game is like you know it definitely it doesn't it doesn't hold your hand but it's also not it's also not trying to like hinder you at every turn you know like obviously the game will throw things at you to really fuck with you but at the same time it's like it definitely makes you feel like equipped to take on whatever you're about to do yeah and uh like the the whole item management thing going back for a sec i think a really cool um way they did that was like you find the stars badge Mm -hmm. and then it turns into a usb and then you can unlock the door but that's not his only use you can put it back to the regular badge and then pick up that uh the lightning hawk later Mm -hmm. and i just think that's so cool yeah because it's like at the start of the game and then it's at like the end of the game Mm -hmm. i think that's really cool 
Yeah, I liked. Um, I well, so at one point, like you know, there's the art room with the, the like the statue, and it's got the scepter with the jewel in it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know what that was for, and I just kind of carried it with me throughout the whole game, like not really, <laughs> not really thinking about it. And then, like at some point, I got the stars badge uh, during the the Claire, yeah, right, Claire. the my Claire my first Claire playthrough and you know I used the examine option and I was like oh it's USB and then I well I won't lie I did have to google how to use the scepter but um (laughs) I just think like things like that are really intuitive of just like you know it like the game makes it feel like it's an important item and technically it isn't um but I just really I really like the idea of like you know the game giving you like key items that don't necessarily need to be integral to the story but are still like mm. a puzzle in and of themselves you know like you know mm. finding finding the book you need to mix with like the the statue to then get the scepter to take the jewel out of the scepter to find the the jewel box to put the jewel in the jewel box and then it opens and you get whatever item is inside. I really like little, little side things like that. It almost feels like, Mm -hmm. like a side quest of sorts. Yeah. And like without like markers on everything too, I think that's also um, nice. It it doesn't like outright tell you what to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it does make you feel like, like you're, you're doing something and you figured something out. You're smart. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, um, like the very beginning of the game is kind of a great example, or not the very beginning, but like when you first get to the police station is kind of a great example. Like when you find the, the cop's little notebook and it has the, the combinations for the different statues, like you don't Mm -hmm. know where those statues are going to be across the police station. You just kind of have to explore and figure it out. But once you do find the state, the statues, you're like you can all you have to do is like look at the notebook and be like oh this is the the combination and you just like you just stumble across that kind of thing mm-hmm. um so here's a question uh which which story was better um leon or claire's mm, i think i think i like claire's better really yeah I I like Leon's better and or I I think I prefer Leon's but Claire's is scarier. Mhm. Um due to a couple things, but uh do you want to do you want to elaborate? Yeah, I think I like Claire's better because it feels like Claire has a sort of more concrete motivation than Leon does. Like oh yeah. Once like once Leon meets Ada, it's like it's for a very long time it feels unclear as to why Leon wants to help her so bad. Um and then obviously you kind of learn kinda boner. Well, yeah, but like for the most part like the only reason like he doesn't know why he's trying to get this virus. Like he thinks she's FBI, but we don't really know that for sure. And mm-hmm. like his only real motivation to help Ada is because like he thinks he's doing the right thing. Like it's his 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 coply duty to to aid Raccoon City, right? Whereas Claire's is actually like she just wants to help this kid get home safe, you know. That and she's she's going there um, with an already clear 
motivation of finding Chris Redfield. Yeah, exactly. Her brother. Yeah, that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just like Leon. Leon's a great character. <laughs> I I really like them both actually. Yeah. Although I I, I I did notice that like Claire, she doesn't get like set up as a damsel in distress, but a lot of her like interactions with the zombies tend to be a little more like fearful like she she acts a little more like scared you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah i think because well, um i i know that claire i i guess i guess leon doesn't say fuck but uh i know claire um calls them like bastards and shit when mm-hmm. she's aiming down sights I, I just think that's cool in general that mechanic where like if you're aiming at a zombie they say shit yeah I don't think a lot of games really do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, I liked uh, I like Claire's um, less, but I, I still enjoy. It. I I think they're they're on pretty even playing fields. But uh, like I said, I think Claire's is more horror focused due to like the police chief stuff. Mm-hmm. And like that dude's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I will say, like, I I like Claire's story more in general, but I do think Ada is a more interesting character. I actually found Sherry yeah. to be pretty, like, obnoxious. She's a kid, so yeah, that I, makes sense. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. She feels like she's sort of, like, stereotypically written. Like, she's very, like... Mm-hmm. I think of all the characters, she might be, she might have some of the poorest dialogue in the game. I don't really, like, I never really found anything she said to be interesting or, like, fit well in any sort of interaction she has with anybody. Um, Mm -hmm. Whereas with Ada, it's like, I actually feel like, I genuinely felt like I wanted to try and figure out what her motivation was for doing all this. Mm -hmm. Turns out it was to sell sell the virus yeah for that's war. true <laughs> yeah um but then uh you know leon leon's uh cool and has plot armor so he gets through it yeah i have a question for you what's up so is this game like is it pretty one-to-one with the original like is this other than the, obviously other than the gameplay i'm talking like story-wise like is this how the original resident evil 2 plays out uh, funny story. Never played the original Resident Evil 2. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because it definitely feels I'm... like... It sort of feels like what... Um, uh, what Final Fantasy VII does. And it feels like it's sort of setting up a different sort of continuity for what Resident Evil 2 was. But I don't. I wouldn't be able to know that for sure since I've never played the original. I think it's got the same storyline. Especially with Leon... Um, I'm not quite sure with Claire, but um, I I do know that uh, I, I think they're pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the way I played them, I played one and four, and then I played two remake, and then I went back and did everything except for the fucking old ones. Mm-hmm. So I I did uh, well I I went back and I did two and then four again and then seven. And then eight came out, and uh, I've played. Um, I, 
think a little bit of f- five just like by myself one point i was like this sucks mm-hmm. but i i do know one scene in particular where chris punches a boulder that's like eight times the size of <laughs> i think that's in six yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think it's one of the funniest things ever yeah it's completely ridiculous oh and i, I don't think it's in six because six follows leon and someone else is it yeah, five has Chris and the one other lady. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Okay, that makes sense then. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I do know six has Leon in it, and he's got a weird like soul patch. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, as far as the uh, story goes between the two games, I'm not too sure, but I I think that they're similar. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But yeah, I mean. Game was uh game was good. I I didn't end up getting to the uh, B stories. I just didn't do it. I like the the second run stuff. Yeah, I okay. didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. I will um, say I, I've done them in the past. Mm-hmm. I I got as far I beat Leon's B side story, and yeah. I dabbled a little bit in like the Ghost Survivor extra content. But I started to yeah. realize, like, the reason I didn't continue any further is actually, like, my biggest gripe with the game is that it doesn't it doesn't provide enough, like, differences in gameplay, you know? Like, right. I would say the biggest differences for me is, like, the difference between playing as Ada versus playing as Sherry in either uh, Leon or Claire's story. It's, like, mm-hmm. other than that it's too for me it's too similar because it feels like you know it i was a little disappointed to learn like despite the fact that you're playing as different characters you're basically still doing the same thing and i was like initially at first i was like oh this is this is kind of lame but then i got to the second runs i got to leon's b-side story and i was like oh finally this is going to be something different i'm starting in a new location maybe i'll get to explore different parts of the the police station no you basically just kind of <laughs> do the same shit except like the items are shuffled Backwards. around yeah which is yeah. fine but i was really hoping for like like a real change of pace like i didn't want to just explore the police station and then the sewers and then the facility again like i wanted to i wanted it to switch itself up like more than it really did and the reason why I ended up not going back to, like, really play all of the other content is just because it was, like, it was just the same recycled areas over and over again, which I, I personally found really disappointing. Yeah. Um, like, like maybe they could have, like, brought you out into the city or something, like... Yeah, exactly. Areas. Like, it, it, it would have just been nice if, like... Um, and especially for the second run, like, the the implication is that Claire has already left the police station, but somehow all of the puzzles have reset and all the doors have locked and all of the items have just magically come back despite the fact that technically Claire has already picked all of them up and done everything. Like, it just, like, I understand the purpose of, like, okay, we need to... Like, we need to make this reasonable. Like, we can't basically just hand Leon everything on a silver platter... But at the same time, it's like, it's not like, it doesn't feel like 
a b-side to someone else's story it just sort of feels like i don't know i don't know well yeah and it's the same for both like it's pretty much the same walkthrough for both of them yeah exactly (laughs) like there's there's nothing like majorly different like especially in the police station like if you're not if we're talking about if we're not talking about the second runs like claire and leon's first story are completely identical as far as the police station goes like it's the same item locations same puzzles which is kind of nice because it was fun to like run through and like really and like grab everything you know is there off the bat and then explore the new areas that you may have missed in the first playthrough but at the same time it's not it's not different enough to like really continue to grab my attention. Yep. And then it it splits apart towards the (laughs) middle, like directly after the police station. Yeah. But I mean, and then it kind of comes back to the same after it's kind of weird how like the middle like splits and then it just comes back to like the same thing. Yeah. But either way. um, Yeah. But I mean, you, you get a different gun in in the second run. That's That's true. I, I will say I preferred Claire's guns to Leon's. Yeah. I really liked the like the rocket launcher Claire gets and the submachine gun. Mm-hmm. I I really liked those items. They were really cool. I definitely preferred Leon's weapons. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can see why though, because I think the lightning hawk has a lot more usage than the submachine gun does. But yeah, I I, I personally I, think the the grenade launcher has more use than the shotgun. That's true, but I I think like the the ability to have a one-hit kill if you land a headshot every time is, like, pretty much a necessity. Yeah. Well, not, like, a necessity, but, like, like it's really nice. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I always tend to, like, lean towards higher damage. Mm-hmm. For sure. But, yeah, and, like, but, like, in a, I, I, again, with, like, the lack of replay value when it comes to the second runs. Uh, the only thing, Leon gets a, a 1911, and he fucking, it's, it's just like a two-tap pistol. Yeah. like <laughs> With no ammo for it. Yeah, well, it was. it's weird, because it's like, it's the only gun you can't craft ammo for, isn't it? I don't think you can craft uh, ammo for it. You just have to find it. Yeah. And then they replace, they replace all of the Matilda ammo with 1911 ammo. Yeah, and then for Claire, it's a uh, revolver, um, like, um, whatever they're called, like, Action Army, whatever, revolvers. Oh, yeah. And and it's just another two-tap, because she just fires it twice mm-hmm. <laughs> for a shot, so it's like the same thing, but modeled differently. Yeah, for sure. And it takes, takes the same ammo and everything, it's like, mm-hmm. it's a little lazy. I like I really like the idea that they tried to go with with like the different sides of the story but I I do wish like I do wish they had switched it up a little bit more. Yeah. And then like other like side content. I was kind of really hoping you'd play the uh the tofu survivors where they're just like screaming japanese and you're playing as tofu yeah there was no (laughs) way i was going to be able to unlock all that absolutely not that would have been hard Uh, but i i I don't know um it's it's nothing crazy i just think it's funny because you're just like a big like stick of tofu with a like ar yeah i've seen (laughs) i've seen gameplay of it like forever ago but 
I've never actually experienced it for myself, but it is, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I do kind of like that, like, at points, this game doesn't try to take itself too seriously. Like, it, it can still have fun with itself. That I, that I appreciate. I don't know. I really like over-the-top stuff. I think it's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Which makes like, sense why you like Resident Evil 4, because that game is, like, completely ridiculous. Exactly. I think, like, the more action you throw at, like, a bank character, and it just, like, gets out of it and brushes it off, I think it's just so fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Which is probably why I like uh, Rising Revengeance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Just, like, that makes everything. sense. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I am a sucker for cheesy shit and just all that. I, don't know. I, I love it, but either way. Resident Evil is kind of like, um, depending on how they go about the games, like it's kind of the perfect franchise for it too. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think seven and eight are kind of not good examples of that because that's sort of like a return to its like horror roots. Um, but with games like two remake and four, I don't know about the three remake. That one I haven't. I don't really know much about that one, but they're kind of like they're really good examples of just like you know games that can take themselves seriously but don't have to you know like they Mm -hmm. can have fun with themselves and that that's i i really appreciate that in a game Mm -hmm. at like points they just like they they do like over over the top stuff and you know Mm -hmm. it's it's cool or like even I, i don't sorry go on what's that no 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 you go ahead even like even games that like pretty much the entire time take themselves seriously like uh uh the the newest metal gear game um not survive uh not ground zeros uh phantom pain i think is that's five right yeah yeah like that game has a point where like if if i remember correctly like the game has like if you're really struggling with an area you can lower the difficulty of the game but it makes you wear like a chicken hat the rest of the game and it's just like it's completely ridiculous like this game absolutely takes itself very very seriously but at the same time all of a sudden now like snake is just running around with a fucking chicken hat i i I really like that about video games and i think you know resident evil having a mode where you play through the story but everyone is tofu is it's it's really great it's fucking it's pretty funny yeah i i like that shit too just like and like i feel like games don't really do that much like because they have like grounds to do anything they want but like some just don't you know like like even like mario games they they throw in like callbacks to old mario games and like you know little like jokes here and there about like community stuff even though that's kind of rare but mm-hmm. like some developers just like straight edge i don't know it, it kind of sucks it's it's like it's like older call of duty where they were just like straight and narrow and oh yeah for sure it's like ugh, yeah but there was a very long time for sure um where games like they definitely did take themselves way too seriously um yeah i would imagine like resident evil five is kind of like that where it's just like it's over the top but it's not in a fun way it's just like it's trying to be this like action game and it's not like it's trying to take itself too seriously and i think that takes some of the fun away from it 
And yeah. Call of Duty is another great example of it where it's just like, you know, you're this you're this hardened badass who is fighting basically alone in a war and shit like that. And I'm cl- I'm kind of yeah, glad that we've like, army. yeah, exactly. Like, I'm really glad that we've kind of strayed away from that because games that like games that take themselves seriously are fine. But you also have to know how to like joke with yourself, you know, like you can't like yeah. you can't expect a player to like fully embrace the fact that like i don't know you're you're in a a police station with all these crazy puzzles and like like why why would this police station have all these puzzles and you know shit like that so i i can appreciate that this game knows how to have fun with itself yeah um one thing i don't understand about those um you're constantly getting like bit by zombies but you're fine (laughs) it's because you're it's because you're taking herbs it's true. The herbs cleanse out the virus. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why don't they streamline that instead of Leon using it all for himself? Because <laughs> everyone's dead. Yeah, but they could cure the virus. They could have cured uh, Marvin. Is that his name? I think it's that. Yeah, Marvin. Name. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he could've... was too far along. Uh, maybe, I guess. But, uh, yeah. Uh, have you seen the progression of Chris Redfield's muscles while that, while we're still in the over the top? Like, <laughs> no, bit? dude, he he like is like a normal like person in the first couple of games, and then in five his muscles are like two times the size of his, size of his head. <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> and I in the latest love... game, he's like a seven foot towering man with a trench coat on. I just love the idea of, like, Chris Redfield's muscle progression. I'm I'm serious. That shit is so funny. It's like, he definitely should not have that much muscle. I was a little, like, in... Because he shows up in 7, I believe, right? Like, at the end or whatever. I was, yeah. I was really hoping that, like, in 8, they would bring back Leon. Um... Well, yeah, that well because it was like stories every other. Like you know, it was like one is Chris, three was Jill, but Jill was in one, so it was kind of like that same story. Mm-hmm. And then two and four were Leon, and then five was back to Chris, and then six was Leon, and then seven was a new character, but Chris was in it at some point, mm-hmm. and then eight is still. Chris and Ethan, you know? <laughs> yeah. I almost wonder, like, I would be very surprised if they're just going to abandon Leon. I, I highly doubt it because I would, I would argue that Leon is a, is a more iconic resident evil character than Chris is. That's true. Especially. I, I, I agree there. Especially in the sense that like Chris has, Chris has the rap of being in one of the worst resident evil games, you know? That's true. Leon wasn't six, so that's another one too. That's that true, bad. but I think as far because like you know, obviously Resident Evil One like pioneered the the zombie horror genre, but at the same time, like you know, there are there are more iconic Resident Evil games than one. You know, like and especially considering that Resident Evil Two now has a remake, which is incredibly good, and um, uh. Like, and then there's four, which is on basically every platform ever. 
And so, like, Leon just has more modern, like, game recognition than I would say Chris does. And considering the fact that, like, if we're talking about, like, modern Resident Evil games that more people would be familiar with, considering that Chris's Resident Evil game is 5, is, you know... At least in my personal opinion, I would see I, I it would make more sense for me for them to bring back Leon. Oh my god, this guy's muscles are fucking huge. <laughs> the first one's from like the first game. <laughs> the second one's from like five. The first one <laughs> the first one looks like a picture of like someone who is before like being a drug addict, and the second picture is someone after. Like the, it, it the, looks the, like the he's picture... all roided up. Exactly. The, the picture on Google Images that I just looked up to send you that was captioned um, uh, under, like, the the website and shit, like, Chris is not on steroids, here's why. <laughs> yeah. You know what it reminds <laughs> me of? <laughs> what? Have you... Do you know who Rob Leefield is? No. Rob Leefield is a... He's a comic book illustrator. He did, like... um, He's done, like... Captain America comics and Thor comics and shit. And he's like notorious okay. for drawing like these horrible, horrible body proportions on his characters. I'm going to send you a picture of one of the most infamous pictures. This is what it reminds me of. Okay. But like Chris's muscles always wow me. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I know, right? It's fucking ridiculous. He's, he's either. No, there's no way. What the fuck? It's crazy. And this has been in published comics? Yes. Like, he's done multiple, multiple issues. Like, he's known as one of the worst comic book artists ever because of how just terrible he he draws the proportions of, like, men. It's so whack. I just don't think he knows how to draw a side profile. No, it's it's front profiles, too. It's backs. It's It's all like this. That is so weird. I don't like that. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. I'm not a fan. This is a this is an anti um Leafield uh podcast. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I I do a uh, slapper cap but there like wasn't any music in this fucking game. <laughs> yeah, there's really not. It's kinda like it, I think it it's kind of not like it's definitely one of those horror games where it doesn't need to rely on music to be scary. Yeah, there's music in like action sequences, but there's like no music anywhere else, mm-hmm. which is cool. I guess another thing, um, the, the Mr. X. Like, do, do you like the addition of him like chasing you around after a certain point, or was it annoying? I actually really like it. I think it breaks up like. You know, because he doesn't come in until after you beat the first boss, I believe, in Leon's story, if I remember correctly. So it's kind of yeah. nice to like, you know, to, at that point, it's pretty much like other than the liquors. Um, it's, Whoa, what did you say? Shut up. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't try to fucking call me out for saying a racial slur on the podcast when I didn't say one. <laughs> you fucking bastard. Um, you do this to me all the time. Yeah, but not in a public <laughs> forum. It's different when it's in private. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Oh man. Um, like up until that point, it's definitely sort of been this like 
you know, it's the same, like a zombie will show up, you kill it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think Mr. X or tyrant or whatever you want to call him is like, I think he, he does a really good job of like breaking up the monotony. And I really like that. He's not just in like set locations. Like he is in the original. I know that for sure. Like he doesn't just follow you around everywhere. He's in, he shows up in set spots. I really like that. He basically follows you throughout the entire facility, at least for the police station section. Yeah. And uh, it, it definitely also makes you, like, think twice about what you would normally do. Because mm-hmm. you, you hear them stomping around. And, yeah. And uh, I think that's another uh, good thing. Because, like, they're, they're definitely, like, you can hide out in safe rooms and there's some rooms that he won't go into. Mm-hmm. And so you can, like, hide out there. But he likes to, like, camp you for, like, five minutes and then he'll leave. Yeah. Because when he, when he, I think he, like... He runs on knowing where you are, and then he'll, quote, forget, and then, like, leave, or, like, give up the search for you there. Mm-hmm. I think he I think can... Cool. Well, I think it's also based on him, like, being able to hear you as well, because there were definitely, like, multiple instances during the game where, like, I would walk into a room, and he'd be walking away from me, and as long as I don't, like, full sprint at him, he he would just, like, keep going. Like, he doesn't hear you. Yeah. I think he's got walls, bro. Yeah. He's got wall hacks. Yeah. Probably. He's got he's got aimbot. Yeah, he knows where you are. Mm-hmm. Also like when he like fucking like absolutely annihilates you and like picks you up and throws you. Yeah. <laughs> Punches you in the head and you're like, <laughs> How did that not cave your skull in? I do have one question for you. What? Which which of the two like end bosses did you prefer? For the different um, stories. Okay, I I like the uh, Claire minigun section mm-hmm. uh, because for the sole fact that it wasn't absolute fucking bullshit. Um, the tyrant can one hit, one hit you as Leon on the fucking yes. elevator, and it is so fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. But I I preferred uh, Ada not being dead and then throwing you the the rocket launcher. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, Claire having a fucking minigun is cool. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you. I think, like, the the dramatic flair of Ada dropping you a fucking rocket launcher and then literally blowing the top off of the, the super tyrant was, like, it's far more dramatic. But I think as far as boss fights go, like, Claire's is more interesting. Claire's is more, like, fair, I'd say. Yeah, because, for um, sure. It's a bigger arena. Yeah, and then, like I said, um, Leon can get one hit yeah. um, in certain attacks from the Tyrant on this tiny fucking, like, platform, and it's so hard to dodge when you don't have an actual, like, dedicated dodge button, like in the 3 remake. Yeah, for sure. And so it, it just kind of, like, sucks. And, like, when I was playing it, um, I, I didn't have an issue with it before, but, like, this time... I kept on getting caught by him no matter what. I was actually getting mad. Yeah. So it's so like yeah. the characters are just slow enough where like if you're too close to him and he does that charge attack, you're basically fucked. Yeah. Like there's really no there's really no good way to dodge him unless you like read a full minute beforehand and start to like limp sprint away from him. Yeah, you, you pull out his fucking transcript and you have to read it. Like, yeah, exactly. In order to dodge the fucking move. Or, yeah. 
and from someone who takes pride in the my my dodging in Souls games, it was a low blow, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and like, I think I just like uh, Leon's whole like ending more. I just wish that the uh, the arena was a little bigger. That would probably help. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, like like I said, uh, uh, Claire with the minigun actually feels like you're doing something rather than just like baiting him out. Mm-hmm. Um. So then, leading into that, which do you prefer, the tyrant or uh, the uh, the doctor? Uh like as, as far as, as the main a- antagonist, as main antagonists, I. Mm, I don't know. I I think. Mm, shit, this is hard because like it's I like the idea. Right? Yeah, yeah, I like the idea of the tyrant, but I also like the more fleshed out narrative of like of G. Yeah, yeah, like the whole uh, like actual story. Yeah, like because we don't really know about tyrant until we like look at like context clues and files. And yeah, stuff. they com- they completely don't explain tyrant to you for the most like for a very very large majority of the game which i think is kind of cool like it's just this mysterious big motherfucker who's following you around trying to kill you the whole game yeah that's probably what makes it scarier too to be honest Mm -hmm. you don't know anything about him yeah i don't know i think actually yeah i think i'm gonna change my mind i really like mr x yeah which i don't think uh, think they call him that in this game i think they just call him tyrant they don't he's mr x in the original yeah, and that's that's why people keep calling him that. Mm-hmm. People, people put mods like DMX X gonna give it to you when he's chasing you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. That is pretty great. Um, but yeah, um, I I think I like uh, the tyrant more too. How shocked were you? Well, you probably weren't shocked. I don't know if you know knew what happened when uh when the tyrant was gonna get um Claire. In the elevator, and uh, G just like slashed directly yeah. through him. And I was like, used with him into a mega monster. That was really fucking cool. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> and then his head shows up there. Mm-hmm. Funny. That whole sequence is pretty great. You know, it's not great. The entire sewer section. I fuck. That is my least favorite part of the whole game. I fucking hated that part. Me too. I I like the puzzles in there. I didn't like any of the enemies. I didn't like how bullshit the uh, uh, poison dudes were mm-hmm. in the water. Man, that sucked. And, like, um, as Claire, you, you get the flamethrower, right? Yep. Which is... Uh, no, as Claire, you get the electric gun, which sucks. Really? Okay, I, I thought as Claire... Okay, I got it mixed up. But, okay, Leon getting the flamethrower... That's a lifesaver. Yes, absolutely. But, like, the electric gun sucks fucking ass. It does. And, like, you can't fucking use it for anything. It's really bad. And I I just, like, never used it ever. <laughs> the sewer section is a big reason why I got sick of playing it over and over again. Because I, I just don't like it yeah. so much. It's not, like... I, I just found it very uninteresting to navigate. Unlike, like, I really, really like the police station. I really, really don't yeah. like the sewer section. I like the lab. Yes, too. the lab is cool. I like the lab. But, I mean, you know, 
that's that's directly after and it's a lot shorter oh man i i don't know about you i i really like the newer enemies that one hit you the um the plant guys oh yeah like yeah those guys are cool and yeah they regenerate unless you flamethrower them yeah or or you shoot out all their cores Mm -hmm. it's a really it's a really great idea it sort of reminded me of like dead space in a way like that area i don't know why because there's not like a jungle area in that game but it, it really reminded me of dead space for some reason yeah there is there's the plant area is there yeah like the, the oh yeah with the, place. the spores yeah yeah i forgot about that yeah you're right yeah and then uh you know like um just the area in general having like a lot of uh it's like actually being a lab. I mm-hmm. think that's good. But yeah. I I actually surprisingly have a lot more to talk about with this game than I thought <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a good game. I I really I didn't I was I'm not like surprised that I liked it, but I'm surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Like of of the stuff that I played before I got sick of it, I actually really enjoyed. I fucking love Resident Evil. And I know how you're like, yeah, it's much better in third person. You know, eventually we're going to play seven and eight. Yeah. <laughs> Both in the first person, but um, I think those ones are, are easier and, like, not scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is. I. It, it's weird. I think seven's scary and uh, eight isn't, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know. Well, that's that's definitely a comparison I've seen of like eight eight follows more of a four formula where it's like it's more yep. action horror than it is horror. Guns upgrading. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love eight. To be honest, I think eight might actually be one of my favorites in the series. Mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard nothing think, but good I things. So good. Seven and eight definitely really brought back Resident Evil as a yeah. series into like what it should be. Mm-hmm. But seven isn't as good as eight. I think four and eight are both great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think two is amazing. I think then it's seven for me, and then I think I'd like one more if it if they updated the controls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, yeah, um, yeah. I think they should actually like remake the first game like they did with two and three. I'm surprised they didn't. I I think it's really weird that they started with two. Yeah, and uh, well, maybe it's because they they've remade the first one like three times already. Yeah, but not <laughs> not in the same way that they've done like that they did That's with true. Resident Evil Two. I I imagine at some point they'll return to one, but yeah, yeah. I I really think they should. I think it would be very beneficial. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would check it out. I think. Yeah, I definitely would. Me too. I would I would play the shit out of that just like I did with the other ones. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty much like a tried and true like um resident evil fanboy so i think i'd probably play anything that they sped out yeah <laughs> so um I'm, I'm excited i mean um there's not a whole ton of like or well never mind i was gonna say there's not a lot of capcom um ips that i like but you know there's like devil may cry and um fucking some other games i don't know off the top of my head but there's mm-hmm. like there's a couple good ones there that i like yeah for sure Well, I mean, I don't think that there's much else here. Yeah, that's about all I've got. 
Yeah. Well, how about this? Did you get all, like, like what did you think about, like, the weapon upgrades, like, that you could find? And, like, they're not... It's, like, the side quests. Do you mm-hmm. think that that's cool? Like, how they were, like, not in the main story? Yeah, I do. I think, like, it's kind of nice that they don't, like, completely change the dynamic of the game like you're not going to get a single upgrade and all of a sudden you're like completely overpowered and you're like ready to fuck everything up but i think they're nice they're nice little additions and i i do like seeking them out yeah especially since they're off the beaten path yeah but anyway i think that's pretty much it now (laughs) uh do you have any like uh side stuff do you have a uh uh virtual virtual boy uh not this time i did have one but i want to save it for for next episode and you'll see why okay you'll see why in a bit sounds good oh wait actually no i do uh they they revealed the new pokemon games uh today oh yeah pokemon scarlet and violet i'm getting violet (laughs) bria called obvious reasons bria called scarlet so i got i gotta play violet damn i'm excited i I personally, I, to some degree, I liked Sword and Shield. They weren't my favorite Pokemon games, but they were all right. So I'm excited to see what they do with these ones. I imagine it won't be, like, drastically different, but. Yeah. I mean, do we know where it's taking place? <laughs> uh, I, I guessed Spain. Because it, it definitely yeah. looks very European still. Kind of like Galar was, but I'm not sure yet. Because, mm-hmm. like. We had UK, mm-hmm. which is Galar. So yeah. now, man, what are the other ones? Because I know they're like all of the regions are supposed to be like um, a place, te- like based on a place. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, wonder. There's like a billion different Japan's. There's Hawaii, yeah. which is Alola. Um, one of them is like New York. Is that X and Y, or is that Unova? No, that's France. That's got to be. Unova. I think Unova, yeah. Unova, yeah. And then most <laughs> of them are most of them are just Japan. Like I think the first three yeah. generations are all different areas of Japan. Yeah, that's cool. Either way, yeah. Um, that that's pretty sweet. I, I saw the starters. I'm gonna be going with the uh, grass cat. <laughs> You don't, don't want you don't want the the Huey Dewey and Louie duck. Uh, no, I I'm, I'll pass on uh, using um, Blizzaga. Or you don't want you don't want fucking uh, you don't want Bub or Bob from Bubble Bobble. That's the fire starter. No, not not at all. Damn. <laughs> what are you gonna go with? Bub. Really? Yeah, I'm going with Bub. Yeah. I love Bubble Bobble. I, I can see Bria going with uh, the cat. Too. I think I think that's who she was going for too. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, she just likes grass types. Mm-hmm. I think she did anyway. pick Grookey in Sword and Shield, if I remember correctly. Yeah. That the, the, that was one where like the first time in a while that like we all picked different starters. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Uh, the only thing. I will say is um, I'm currently playing and loving Elden Ring, but I'll get more on that when I get farther mm-hmm. and probably burn myself on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm also playing Elden Ring, and it's great. 
It is pretty fucking awesome. Either way. But yeah, um, you want to reveal the next game? Yeah, I'd love to. So, I originally had... I had a game picked out, and I was very excited to play it. But some stuff came up, and I've changed my mind. Well, what was the game before? Well, I don't want to say, because I'm just going to pick it for the next game I pick. (laughs) Damn it. I Um, thought I could shake it up. But I figured... Since we're already playing so much of it, why don't we just make Elden oh, Ring the next episode? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you if we should do that because <laughs> we don't usually do newer games as they come out. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, sure, if you want to do that. Yeah, because I figured like this is sort of the first time where we're both like the game we're playing on the side from whatever we're doing for the show is the same game, and we're both so sucked into it. It didn't make sense to like. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, the game I was going to pick is very, like, thinking intensive, so I I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to have to make us play that while also trying to play Elden Ring, so I figured, fuck it, let's just make it Elden Ring. Well, I thought we were going to play Terraria. (laughs) (laughs) Terraria Uh, is the next, next, next game. (laughs) (laughs) The one after the one after the one. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, yeah, awesome. Um, I'm actually super, super excited. Yeah, cause, for sure. Because I'm doing this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess we should uh, plug our shit. So, uh, as usual, um, we have an email. Please send us in listener questions. We haven't gotten one in so long, and I'm feeling withdrawals. Um, so you can do that at uh call a save point podcast at gmail.com um we also have a twitter at call a save point check us out um we are trying to keep on top of uh posting there but uh no promises <laughs> and um leave us a review on apple podcast and uh spotify too or anywhere really just uh you know also, if you're listening to this, please spread the word. Um, we're not looking for free advertising by any means, but no, we are. If, uh... We're definitely looking for free advertising. <laughs> um, uh, but you know, if you if you feel so inclined, please uh, pass us along. Um, we appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, um, that's the show, guys. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Uh, See you you in two weeks. Have a good time. Bye-bye.